No, please don't kill me, Mr. Ghostface. I want to be in the sequel. There is no good, there is no evil, there is only flesh. No. Be afraid. Be very afraid. What the fuck are you Hi, and welcome to Snake Bite Horrorcast, season three. Uh, I am your host, Mark Goddard, and as always, I am joined by my co-hosts, Nar Whitlock. <laughs> Hello. That was a really bad time to take a sip of coffee, wasn't it? <laughs> Marcus. Sorry. <laughs> Sup. Uh, season three, guys. We actually made it through to the uh, third season. Jesus Christ. So this made year. through Christmas. Made it through Christmas, Jesus. And another lockdown. Made it through uh, COVID in total. That's it. Pandemic's over, guys. Yep. Biden's yeah. in. He sorted it. <laughs> yep. It's all gone now. He clicked the off button, I think. Did, yeah. Day one. He got, gone. And he also got the guy with the mittens who's now a meme. So. Oh, I love the Bernie Sanders. It's the best thing on the internet. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> I'll uh, share my favourite one later. If Please I know, do. I'm going to do it now. Carry okay. on talking. <laughs> okay. So, guys, season three. Now, last 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 time, season two began, and I, I picked the baby for you. I am so sorry about this. So, I wanted to try oh. something a little bit different this year. Uh, so, I went for some more extremer titles because <laughs> I'm an arsehole. Um, so, this week we are doing the two British movies. I went to go a bit more British this time around. So, we are going to start off with. Um, Donkey Punch, which stars uh, Ray Winston's daughter, don't you know? And then we're going to go on to Eden Lake, uh, the film which makes me hate young people. So, guys, good, good, good feeling about this week? or I can't tell by the way you guys are answering messages. Sorry. It's better than the baby, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I can say that 100%. Yeah. There it is. Right. So let's just kick straight into it then. So... First film this week is Donkey Punch. Marcus, as always, because you know I love it when you do this, explain this movie for me. Oh, gladly. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, for you folk out there that don't know what a donkey punch is, no, do you know what? let me get the Urban Dictionary up, because that's probably going to be a pair of uh, oh, Urban Jesus. Dictionary. And, and I think it's one of, the first, one of the first films that we've had that actually had Marcus as the main character in it. You dirty fucker. <laughs> well, you know, I do try I honestly didn't know any of their names, and I still don't. Was one of them called Marcus? Yeah, yeah. the uh, the tall guy that basically went batshit insane halfway through. That literally does not narrow down. That could literally be any other characters. And the one that was hooking he, with he him. got lit up by like a Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the flare one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't work out who had died in that bit. I was like, right. So one of the guys. Who are all the same height with the same hair has died. Ah, sailors for you. Yeah, the only one I knew was the chav guy. They should have given the other guys like jaunty hats or something, so I could make sure like, I could keep track of them. Just different coloured tops or something. Well, they all had slightly I mean, different blue shirts on. 
Did they? I mean, there's yeah, definitely, there's definitely a semen joke in here somewhere, but... <laughs> there probably should have been one, but I don't think there was any humour in this at all. Not one bit. No. <laughs> and this is the first one. <laughs> he didn't well, like mean, it even less. The film was the humour, to be honest. I think this is the first time we've watched a horror where the entire first half of it was just a porno comedy, and then it went into horror. <laughs> anyway, <Yeah>. donkey punch. <laughs> yeah. The donkey punch is when you engage in anal sex, and when you're about to ejaculate, you punch the poor little lady in the back of the head, so her anal cavity tightens, making the orgasm all the more better for you, of course. <laughs> Why is this the third time I've I'm... heard you explain this? Yeah, I've explained this last episode, I think. Well, last year, should I say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it made me cringe, because he said it in a funny voice. <laughs> he said it like he was licking his lips, like he'd just eaten a donut. Yeah, you got a problem? Fair enough. <laughs> right, okay. I did have a problem, that's why I cut it out. <laughs> okay, right, so this film uh, starts off with three uh, ladies from Leeds going on holiday, assuming to basically try and forget about one of the main characters, Toxic Exes, who had cheated on her multiple times, which we later find out was with one of the friends who uh, swore to protect her when on holiday. Anyway... They go out drinking, uh, find three guys who steal a bottle of Prosecco, which for some reason no one says anything about. Uh, they uh, drink a little bit, have a good time. <laughs> That's They're a like... key point, everybody. So remember that bit with the bottle. Yeah. Because it's never going to come up again. But, you know, <laughs> key point. <laughs> it is a key point. And, uh, well, actually, no, say that. It, it is a key point because then these guys are like, hey, you want to come to our yacht? And they're just like, dudes, you just tried to steal alcohol. You're telling me you now have a yacht? And then I was just like, boom, finally, a horror film where they call people out. And they're like, oh, no, no, we don't have a yacht. And then it was back and forth of like, oh, it's daddy's money and all that shit. So in the end, they go to the yacht, obviously. Uh, that was red flag number one. When they get to the yacht, uh, which was abandoned for some reason, they uh, meet an, en- an engineer on there who, oh, I can't remember his name. Uh, anyway, Sean, the nicer one out of the lot. They all get onto the yacht, which is already quite suspicious. Uh, they then show them around the place, all these big rooms. Yet, yeah, for some reason, all of them are cowed into one small bunk bed area, which is red flag number two. Uh, they then take, uh, well, they then ask these ladies, "Oh, do you want to go for a party out on the sea?" And so then they're like, <laughs> "Sure, why not? That's not suspicious at all. We've already told you we're going to leave uh, in a minute, and uh, you're now saying let's go out on the sea where I can't escape you if I wanted to. Yeah, sure, why not?" So they go out to the sea, uh, do a load of drugs, have an orgy nearly. <laughs> nearly? <laughs> and the, uh, yeah, the, the screw, well, it's nearly an orgy. They didn't quite swap that much. I don't know what class is an orgy is an orgy. It, it, you know, you get the point. <laughs> they were fucking. The little one is like, hey, I want some. So then DJ fucking whatever his name is, uh, is like, yeah, sure, you can have her. Records it. And then he's like, hey, do it. Do it. So he doggy punches her and kills her. <laughs> the and fact that you laugh at the end of that doesn't fill me with much... Um, <laughs> what's the word? It fills me with a lot of fear, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I wasn't sure she was dead at first. I thought they just knocked her out. I was like, oh, come on, is that actually killed her? He like All he did was basically... Oh, no, 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 he full-on punched her back. Anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> You're just yelling, Hit harder! <laughs> yeah, so naturally the others uh, stop uh, having sex. Um, massive thing about getting rid of the body. 
there it turns out the nice guy's trying to you know help out the girls uh, a whole lot of shit goes down people get stabbed dj fucking big boy gets a knife in his chest after hinting that he was going to rape them and uh yeah the the lawyer guy which was the the one who did do the donkey punch tries to get the tape of him killing this woman and then ends up getting, well everyone else ends up dying except the main character who is on a boat and that's it yeah <laughs> it's pretty much the film we don't see what happens to her <laughs> I think like you just gave up in it after after the actual act. Spell. I think you just gave up there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, there was. I mean, the second half of the film was better than the first, but it just it wasn't really much to it. They had a, a bit of a, a hoo ha, people killing each other, flares going into people because that's a way of killing someone apparently. Which I felt kind of bad for that guy. And uh, that was yeah. pretty good. That was the best bit of the film. It was. Yeah, in fact, he jumped in the water and it was still going because <laughs> it's a flare. Yeah, yeah. Anything you don't want to add on the explanation? Because yeah, I feel like I just sort of couldn't, couldn't think of the words. They all die apart from one, except one. Apart from one girl. Yeah. No, uh, no. What are your thoughts on this one? Um, yeah, it was just ninety-six minutes of cringe, really, wasn't it? I mean, it was like, do you remember footballers' wives off of the sort of late nineties? Maybe yeah. early two thousands. It's a bit like that, wasn't it? It was just filmed like Hollyoaks later. It was that sort of thing. It is a film for movie. It, it felt like it. Do you know what it reminded me of? The whole sort of concept of this. Do you, you know the emoji movie? <laughs> I just feel like someone was looking at their phone texting and they thought, oh, I'll make a movie about that spyly because it's the first thing I've seen. It was like that, but with Urban Dictionary. <laughs> In fact, I think we should probably be sort of thankful this wasn't called Death by Fletching or something like that. Or Felching. Fletching, I think, is where you put straw on a house. Oh, no, it's thatching. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) One of them. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Yeah. Um, There's a few jokes I don't get that Mm. they sort of fell flat with as well. Um... So, did we all? We all went to public school here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So does that mean we get? <laughs> because there's a line in this where she goes. Um, she she's basically saying that they want him to guys to kiss, and he's like, "You went to public school, didn't you?" And yeah, kicked out because I was straight. Oh, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. So you are you gay if you go to public school? Is that what they uh, were saying? Apparently, you bum each other in public school. I See, I thought that was pub. I thought that was private school that that happened at. <laughs> like you're on dangerous territory here. <laughs> oh, they can't beat me up. They're all nerds. <laughs> nerds. Nerds. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't like stuff like that. It said like weird things, and I was like, I don't get it. And um, right, okay. I don't know about you. Mm. If I try to break a window with a fire extinguisher, and I can't do it. Mm. My next option is not to walk fucking through it. It worked, though. Like she did. Yeah, but why did it work, though, Mark? (laughs) It's like, well, I can't... I mean, I've been using this pickaxe on this rock all day. (laughs) What I'm going to try now is to walk through it. That will probably break it. Yeah. Cool. Oh, that's the window scene. Yeah. She was literally cracking the glass by hitting it. I don't see why she stopped. To walk through it. 
She, she, she loosened. That's enough. She, maybe she just loosened <laughs> the glass. I don't know. What am I? A glass person? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> oh, I didn't realise just... that bit annoyed me till I just remembered it just then. But there you go. Can we just say how much of an absolute cunt Kim was? Oh my god. I hate her. with Kim. She was the, the short uh, one. She's the other one who survived that isn't the nice one. Well, she didn't survive. <laughs> oh yeah, she didn't survive, did she? Yeah, they have one. The first other, part. Other I mean. than all the blokes looking the same, two of the girls looked exactly the same as well. The, yeah, not the blonde. And then the one. only one who looked different died. So I was like, oh, I'm truly lost here. <laughs> nah, Kim was the short-haired one who uh, had a big mouth. Like I liked her character to begin with. And then she just turned into a right little weasel. Jamie Winston. She the one who cries at the end. Yes. Yeah, and tries to kill the main girl. Yes. Well, no, sort of. Jumps off the boat. Yes. Yeah, that's not Jamie Winston's that's character. That's a shit yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can we just point out as well? She wouldn't have died from that unless she went into the engine uh, like blades. So she's just floating in the the water somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, she missed. Probably. <laughs> I think the whole point of it was to make it seem like she's gone into the blades of the boat, but yeah. failed Probably. miserably. Mm. Okay. Marcus. I've got to remember, she, they were on a shit ton of drugs. No, that's very true. Very true. Marcus, your thoughts on this one? Yeah. I, the first half of the film, I did not like at all. Like I said, it was a porno comedy. I, it felt like I was watching. Do you know what? Oh my god! Right, it was Mamma Mia, gone sexual. That's all it was. Three girls gone on holiday, Mamma Mia style, and then it just went horribly wrong. <laughs> this can't be like Mamma Mia. So <laughs> you've got to, you've got to have that wrong. <laughs> have you not seen Mamma Mia? Don't, 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 don't you remember the uh, the singing and dance scene right in the middle of just before you watch it? <laughs> yeah, where the three like the girl like friends just come on like dun, 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 you know just dancing away. But th- obviously they're much older in Mamma Mia. This is like when they were kids having fun, but they survived in Mamma Mia's universe. Yeah, basically. So we watched Mamma Mia for the first half with a bit of a you know a cheeky twist to it. And then it went into actual horror, which I actually liked the second half of the film. It wasn't too bad, but I don't want to have to get halfway through a film to then start getting into it. it it's a good film. It just I don't think it was really that horror-related. Not in the beginning, anyway. It's more of a thriller. Yeah. It is a good film, though. I, I'm not saying it isn't, because it is good. It, it's more funny than anything. <laughs> don't donkey punch anyone. Don't do it. It's not worth it. <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> Honestly, don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Any scenes that you guys really liked? Um, <laughs> wow. Uh... I, I'll tell you what. I did like the bit where um, it was just the lawyer dude and the. I think it was. Um, fuck. What's the main girl's name? Tammy. Tammy. That's the one. Tammy and the lawyer dude mm. were on the boat. He had the knife to us, like, give me the tape of the recordings and all that. And then she, like, she quickly grabs that... the rope just as they're pulling away, puts it around his neck, and it just so satisfyingly just pulls him off. I was like, oh my god, you smart individual. That is actually really well filmed, that bit. Mm. Yeah. Split second I like decisions. him being yanked off the boat. It looks pretty cool. It's and a bit you... of a boring yeah. ending, though, isn't it? Yeah, I wish you'd seen, like... Well, she pulls the flare, but they're so far out in the ocean, there's no guarantee someone's going to find her. I wish there was, um... I don't know. 
I suppose you don't, you don't really get closure in horror films of like a Coast Guard coming or whatever. I know, but it just didn't really make much sense. Every now and again, the characters are not pally, and then they are pally, and then they're trying to rape the other one, and then they're pally again. What, the guys or the girl? One guy. All of them. Like, mm. one minute, the guy's trying to save them. Next minute, he's trying to kill them. Next minute, he takes the gun off the other guy, and then he gets killed with an outboard motor, and then the girl's like, oh, I loved him. He was my favourite, and he was trying to save us. Well, Sean was dope. I mean, Sean was kind of annoyingly the one in the middle because he didn't want to. He was get stuck involved between in... a rock and a hard place. Yeah, he didn't want to get involved in the first place. It was him and Tammy on the outside of the boat. Never really got involved in the whole, uh, you know, gangbang. He's kind of, right, but, but then, then, then he's kind of stuck hiding the body and stuff. Well, yeah, but he got kind of peer pressure into that bit. But he didn't really want to get involved in all of it. But now he's stuck in the middle of this boat with his brother and his friends and now he's fucked do you you know save the girls or do you try and protect your brother and that's the thing that's the whole point of he's torn between saving his brother and and, say, and helping them and if they can get him them all to land then they can deal with it then but obviously he gets so twisted and fucked up that he has to then kind of go no you've gone too far buddy I'm going to watch this girl and make sure you're sure she's alright without you fucking anything else up I think that's kind of, you know, he's. he's I think you're looking too into it. I think. No, I think he, I, I don't, don't think he's. I don't really think he's the bad guy. for me. I don't think that's, that's don't think he's a bad guy in this one. He just doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know how to get out of this situation, and to kind of stop Josh from going a bit too far near the end, then he gets driven through with a fucking uh, motor. So <laughs> it could have maybe just stopped from bad, that. <laughs> I didn't feel bad. Not for bad for him. I think he he's kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place, like Marcus was saying. Josh is a prick. Oh, the he's such guy. a little weasel cunt. Because he just went to kind of fuck everybody over right from the start. It's like, well, if Marcus can take all the blame, <laughs> it's a strange one because it's the quiet ones who do the most damage. Because Tammy's the quiet one, but she kills pretty much the same amount of people as Josh kills. Josh, at the start, you think it's this kind of, you know, shy guy who wants to kind of prove himself to his, to the older boys in a way. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not silly, I'm, you know. And then gets too far deep in, thinking, yeah, I, I've done this donkey bunch before. And then kills a girl. Then more people die under his watch as well. It's you know, but then it becomes callous, and he kind of becomes calculated. And the way that he kind of kills off. Um, Bluey, the uh, the druggy, you know, you know, DJ. you know he's got, you know, you know he's not stupid. He's trying to cover his tracks, and he would have killed her on that boat if she didn't break his neck. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> you know, there's uh, there's layers to it, but like an onion, like an onion, like a big rapey onion. <laughs> it's clearly a red onion. <laughs> It wasn't the end of it. What? <laughs> a lot of red onions. Yeah. A lot of red layers of blood. Anyway, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep it up in it. Uh, Bin, it's just boring. And there's one key thing wrong with both these films, and I'll mm. explain that at the end. Okay. This is the end, isn't it? <laughs> the end, end. Oh, okay. 
Okay. Uh, Marcus, keep up in it. Uh, I've been it. It's not a bad film. It's just not one I'd watch again. I, I don't really want to get Mamma Mia and horror mixed together. <laughs> what if you mucking Mamma Mia? I oh, wish we should do Mamma Mia at some point. If no. I get to pick I've it. I've never seen it. Oh my god, we should do Mamma Mia at some point. There we go. I assume it's singing, right? Yeah, and you have to sing along, obviously. Mm. Is it all ABBA? Could, uh, yeah. yeah. Could this be a so bad, is it good? <laughs> so they don't even write their own songs for it they just do ABBA songs well they kind of they change the wording slightly so if like it's a it was originally a woman singing about a man but it's a man singing about a woman in the film they'll change the words for a little to fit it but yeah it's basically ABBA's songs fucking hell that is edgy it's, yeah, it's an it's ABBA pretty, musical pretty hardcore <laughs> well, yeah. anywho okay <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll probably bin it it's it's okay for what it is. It's not great though. It's not. Oh, this is the second time I've seen it. And it's not really held up second time around. So I'm going to bid it. Fair. There you go. Hmm. The film council. Yeah. They're going to be very upset. Why? If they're still a thing. Why? So Does a council paid for it, or they were in the. Post it's not a terrible. Scene. It's not, not a terrible film. It's you know always oh, changes tune now. Watchable. <laughs> yeah. just bit Are you scared of the film council? No, no, don't stop us from making podcasts. <clears throat> no, I'm not scared. <laughs> the British Film Council can go fuck themselves. What have I done? Hi guys, sorry to break up the podcast for today, but we have got a bit of a trailer for you this time around. We don't tend to get many things like this posted to us, but as it is British Horror Week here on Snakebite Horrorcast, doing obviously Eden Lake and Donkey Punch, I thought it'd be nice to actually share with you guys a new trailer for a brand new film coming out called The Heiress. Chris Bell's new supernatural chiller, um, available to download from the 15th of March and all of this download and streaming services here in the UK. As I thought, just have a little bit of a, a taster of the trailer and have a little listen, see what you think. And do check out the link below for the full trailer hit down on YouTube. Or you can go over to Snake Bite Horrors trailer park section as well. You can actually see the trailer on there and some other ones from uh, previous years that we've done before. So hope you enjoy. Mum wanted you to have all her stuff from the house, the both of you. To be honest, it's mostly old books and a load of junk. Remedies prescribed for those who by prestigatory art have lost their virile members. That sounds sexy. I think you should go back to the doctor and get your medication reviewed. I'm just upset about now. <laughs> Come here. Do you ever feel as though you're slowly fading out of existence? Days just by. I'm officially signed off for three months. All this nonsense and seeing things. We've made a decision. We're going to go private. Dad! No, no, don't dab me, Claire. Everyone thinks I'm going mental. It's very rare for these things to occur all of a sudden. They're usually brought on by people dabbling in the occult. Changed. I knew Abigail from the village. She was involved in some pretty unchristian practices. I'm seeing things in this house. Claire, I'm, I'm absolutely sure 
but when you're experiencing these things, they feel very real. I'm not ill, it's more than that. Honestly, who do you think made any of this happen other than you? You need to accept that you need medical help. She must accept the Lord and to take a step towards her. So as we, as we always ask every week, what have you guys been watching? I have been doing two things. Mm. One, watching the Office USA version. Mm. Right, I've been put off that for years and years because I like the English version and I assumed this American version was going to be shit. However, it's super funny and uh, yeah... How Ricky Gervais got away with getting paid money for them to call it the office is crazy because it's it's not related like at all. It takes place in an office. That's that's pretty much that's pretty much where the similarity sort of ends. I did the concept, I suppose. Um, have you seen it? Not the American version. It's worth a watch. It's made me laugh out loud quite a few times. Okay. Okay. Um, and I stopped playing CD Project Red's uh, Cyberpunk um, until it's fixed because uh, it keeps giving me headaches with the frame rates. Um, so I went back to Horizon Zero Dawn because mm-hmm. I, I stopped playing that for ages, but now I'm into it. And I'm, yeah, pretty good. Cool. Fair news, fair news. Like you, Marcus. I have been um, well. I, I watched Donkey Punch and I've watched Eden Lake. Uh, <laughs> no, I am. Um, well, thank God I've for that. A lot of, uh, <laughs> you know, I've watched a lot of uh, JoJo Bizarre's Adventures. If you lot have seen that, what is that? It's an anime. It's a really good one. Ah. It's on Netflix at the moment in English. If you lot would like to see it, yeah, season one, two, and three are on. What's that about? Uh, basically. Oh God, I'm trying to think. But you know, I'm I'm not even going to try and butcher this. I'm going to Google the description. This is going to be weird, isn't it? Probably, it's anime. Yes, mm. is it right? Right. Jojo Bizarre's Adventures is a Japanese manga series written in. Oh no, we don't need that. Um, <laughs> oh, here we go. Plot. Jim on adventures with his love pillow. Jojo's Bizarre's <laughs> Adventures is the story of the Joe Star family, starting with Jonathan. A mild-mannered Englishman who strikes up a rivalry with uh, rivalry can't pronounce that word probably with Dio Brando, his adopted brother. Each arc of the manga and anime follows the life of another member of the Joe Star family, tracing their adventures through generations. So basically, it goes from one guy to his great great grandson, still killing the same evil character who turned into a vampire. Yeah, it's really good. You, you should watch it. Doesn't sound confusing. It is confusing. It's it's yeah. great though. It's so good. I thought it might be. <laughs> it has a Frenchman in season three. Does it? Yeah. So there, there you go. He's <laughs> got hair like mine. Really? <laughs> well, near enough. Wow. <laughs> what green? Yeah. No, it's actually his is white. I just meant it sticks out. Oh wow. No, I have also been playing a Switch as well because I'm one of those cool kids now. A lot of Animal Crossing. So yeah. 
Oh well. Okay. I did play that for a little bit, and then I stopped and never went back to it again. I think like a lot of people probably did. I'm more of a uh, Stardew Valley man myself. That's fair. Can you get that on a Switch? Yeah. It's <laughs> brilliant on the Switch. Although it hasn't had the update yet. <sighs> the update? Yeah. The update. It's getting a load of new stuff. Anyway, Mark, what have you been watching? Nothing. <laughs> Um, oh, that's exciting. There you go. And I've been playing Final Fantasy VII uh, Remake a lot. So I'm near to the end now. I'm about to go and take on the Shinra headquarters. And that's going to be a good part of the game. I like the loading there. Um, no, I've just been playing Final Fantasy VII. I've been working most of the time. So I haven't really had an awful lot. We did um, did watch Back to the Future 2 and 3. Because I just um, did a guest podcast with somebody. And we were doing Back to the Future 2 and 3. So watch them. Um, yeah, that's best trilogy. Me. Best trilogy ever made. Yeah, totally mm-hmm. agree. Mm. Mm. Maybe Indiana Jones. Nah, that's a quadrilogy now. So. No, don't count. Don't count that. We always count the fourth one. <laughs> don't count the fourth one. <laughs> there's, there's a fourth one. There's a fourth one, which is awful. Oh, which we can still watch for. Uh, so bad, is it good? There you go. <laughs> I've only ever seen it once, and that was in the cinema. Yeah, I've seen it a couple of times because it's been on TV, but you know, in bits. Boy, was I disappointed. It's not the best, no. <laughs> now, apart from I did learn that you can survive a nuclear explosion if you get in a fridge, though. Yeah, it's very true. And that same fridge, fridge is in one of the Fallout movies. Yeah, I've seen that. Movies, games. Get the Thedora out of it. Yeah. Noise. But yeah. Wait, so does that mean Indiana is alive or dead if you get the fedora in it? He's dead in Fallout Universe. Fuck. But go. then again, everybody is. So. True. Yeah. yeah. Should we get on to film, film uh, number two? No, do you want to give this one a go explaining or should I give this one to Marcus? Ooh, yeah, I can do this. Go for it. Uh, Fuck for that. Right. <laughs> In some sort of parallel British universe where everyone is a complete cunt. <laughs> Two people oh. go on holiday. Parallel universe? What are you talking about? <laughs> it's England. Most people are. <laughs> True. It did remind me of when the pubs were opening. <laughs> I've missed it. Do, do we bleep out the word? Uh, I don't know. Honestly, it's all the same now, isn't it? Yeah, that time in Leeds, guys. Yeah, when Leeds pubs are open. Sure. <laughs> in that generic Essex town, pubs were open. <laughs> Sorry, no. Yeah, but we're not from Leeds, so I wouldn't need to beep that out. <laughs> no, exactly, but <laughs> how do they know that? In that Jaywick pub that we went to. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> so you're saying that I should bleep Leeds as a decoy? <laughs> yeah, but... <if laughs> Even you, though they can't hear it. If you bleep it badly, so rather than go beep it, le- and it's just beep after that, so it, it sounds like I'm about to say Leeds... But it's like we poorly beeped it, you know, to really right. throw them off. What I'm going to do now is when you're talking then and doing this, I'm going to bleep the words and keep the pauses. <laughs> then they'll never know. What am I talking about? <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So they go to a lake, which is rubbish. It's um, an old quarry, actually. Wow. It's got. A, well, it, technically, it's called Eden Marcus, Lake. The film's called Eden Lake, yeah. <laughs> Uh, actually, it's called Eden Quarry. 
Um, yeah. And then they get set on by chavs who eventually murder and torture everybody. Uh, it's pretty much the film. Which they wouldn't do if the guy didn't stab the the kid's dog. I'm glad he stabbed the dog. It's the only film that I've condoned a dog death. Also wouldn't happen if the guy didn't try and break into his house. No, 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 no. (laughs) And he just left it. The chavs... The chaps definitely started this. For a start, they didn't know that the guy broke into his house. Oh, no, true. Okay, roll back, roll back. Let me let me have another crack at explaining this. <laughs> Day Mag- one. No, Magneto. It's <laughs> 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 some teenagers. <laughs> yeah, so Michael Fassbender's in this, and it's the only time I've ever heard him use his actual accent. And it's shit. Well, it's Irish. He's an Irishman. He, he just can't act in this one. Anyway, continue. I think he was okay. I think it was the best thing about it. Yeah, he, he's no Magneto in this, is he? No, no, he wasn't meant to be. Otherwise, he probably <laughs> wouldn't have been barbed up by kids. Do you reckon halfway through the film, have, yeah. he just, like, in the uh, behind the scenes, he just started pulling metal out from the lake to attack the kids. <laughs> I'm like, no, look, Michael, you've got to fucking calm down. You can't be doing this. He's like, sorry, force my bit, force my bit, guys. That would have been such... A better film if that had happened. <laughs> Sorry, I'll keep it Sorry, but here I go. This again. Okay. Day one. Chavs appear at the lake, play loud music. Guy goes up to them and tries to get them to stop. They don't stop because they're dickheads. Like, um, like, like, my, like most kids in take Yeah. Right. Day two. They wake up in the morning. They go to the car. They reverse run over a bottle he blames the kids because it, it was them because it pops the tyre he puts the tyre back on he drives past their house with the bikes outside gets out breaks in and right. then escapes again because his dad don't comes forget, back get, while they're forget, trying to torture no. a guinea pig don't forget they do go to uh, the cafe first not my kids not my kids that's about it really isn't it what else happens uh, the woman Goes on fucking Rambo hunt. Does she though? Well, she goes kind of Rambo, kills one, then realizes she's not Rambo, and uh, hides in a shit bin. I think no. I think she just got to the point where they had been fucking chasing her and torturing her all this time, and he, she doesn't know that he's just gonna try and you know be nice because he didn't want to get involved in the first place. So we just have to get fucking knife to the fucking neck. Yeah, they all did. I didn't have any sympathy for any of the kids at all after they set the Indian kid's head on fire. Well, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, that the, bit, the d- Indian kid. He fucking deserved it. <laughs> well, I don't think he deserved to die, but I wasn't entirely. I I wasn't as annoyed by his death as I should have been because he just fucking completely turned into a rat. Yeah. So Rambo lady puts glass in kids. Uh, Neck. Oh yeah, she stabs a little fat kid. <laughs> is he fat? The one from uh, well, he's well, is he fat. fat? Might he's be. Fat. I don't think he was. I think he's just average kid. He's the one from uh, this is Britain. This is England, yeah. I thought That's was, the one. I thought it was the Milky Bar kid mm. growing up. No, no, no. He, he's he's actually quite a good kid actor. Actually, um, he's really good in This Is England. It's not too bad in this one either, really, but. The main guy was the guy from Skins. What? And he played a dickhead in that as well. The dickhead kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hated him. Hated him. Yeah. He was good at playing his character. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I've always said this. This is the one film that makes me fear young people. <laughs> I hate this film. It just puts me on edge. Love, love, good film. I love the film, but yeah, it puts me on fucking edge all the way through this. It's just before. bleak. The whole film is just so bleak. It's there's very, no. It's very British. There's no relief to this at all. It's just it's grimy from the beginning, and it's just to the very end. Uh, mm. It is very. It's very. Um, very brutal. There's no kind of let up in this, and you, when you think she's finally safe at the end, fuck me, fuck. What do British filmmakers have against little rural towns? They're I communities, mean, they aren't have they? Fair reason. It's community, <laughs> and it? it's like she she killed a little one. Yeah, don't go to the police. Let's just let's just all, drag into this bathroom and like kill that. her. <laughs> In every film, it's like that. I'm not sure it's like that, really. Yeah, but we're, we're not from an estate, I suppose. <laughs> no, we're from uh, Manchester, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's the first It's, it's the first time I've ever heard the words um, A up and duck be used in uh, any kind of film, so top marks for that. Is that in the pub at the beginning? I think so, yeah. yeah. A up me duck. Oh, okay. <laughs> my hat. Do you want me to uh, have a stab at explaining the the, the last bit? Yeah, gonna. <clears throat> All right, so we what do we get up to? Rambo lady stabs glass in neck of kid. Cool. So she runs. Has but we totally but we totally skip past the burning fire bra wrapped in barbed wire bit. <laughs> oh yeah, true. Right. So basically, <laughs> her husband. Um, but they managed to right their car gets stolen the second it's time. It's really round. difficult to explain this because. I don't know. I only watched this like yesterday, but it just seems completely fragmented in my brain. Mm. It's, it's a, I, I can't work out which order stuff happens in because it, it's so samey, all of it. it. It's a film that keeps you on edge. Like from okay, so we'll go from the car bit where he has to change his tire because they've left a bottle broken underneath it. Mm-hmm. So they go back to the beach, which is already a stupid thing to do. Uh, yeah, I would have yeah, just yeah. gone home day one. <laughs> yeah, so kids end up stealing the car while they've gone scuba diving, and um, they go looking for the car. They eventually find the kids. They confront them. This is when the kids pull out knives and threaten them. He, uh, Magneto then tries <laughs> to defend himself, and one of the kids who's holding the knife, where he's defended himself, it kind of pushes that knife into the dog's neck. So it, it was fully an accident. Well, the kid who had the knife's fault. But yeah, of course the teenagers blame Magneto. They then say, "Take your fucking car," and then they try and run them, like hunt them down. Uh, they try driving the car out. Uh, they get stuck in a bit of mud, so the teenagers start throwing rocks at them, break the car lights, so they can't really go far in the dark. <laughs> so they they do eventually get out of the mud, and he drives into a tree, which like almost skewers him. But because of that, he's stuck. He's already beaten up. He's got sort of half stabbed by a tree branch. Sends his future fiance. Uh, out to try and get help, so she leaves. She comes back to find that Magneto's been tied up with barbed wire uh, to this the pole in the woods. Yep, mm. kids are torturing him, uh, recording all of this, by the way. Fucking idiots. And no, 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 no. Taking... In a way, that's a smart thing, because then it puts fear in them other kids' heads, like, now nah, you're that's involved in it. You're involved in it, mate. Yeah. He used that later on as well. He's like, you can't back out, and then show them recordings. He's like, is that you? Yeah, that's fucking you. Well, it's kind of why it's kind of what he did with the Indian kid as well, wasn't it? It's like you're involved now, mate. You're on camera. Yeah. Yeah. But still, so they the 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 main guy, I think his name was Brett. He gets everyone to take turns at stabbing uh, 
Magneto, which, which he also gets recorded for that very reason. She uh, is an idiot, tries to Bluetooth his phone to ring 999, which then just shows that she's in the area. They then try and run her down. She gets like this pike, like fucking stabbed for a foot. She has to run on and she goes in the shit bin. Now we're caught up with the whole stabbing scene in her neck. She ends up trying the to run bin out. bit made me gag. Yeah, that was, that was mm. fucking horrible. She eventually uh, runs into the road where there's this van. And this guy's like, what the fuck's going on? She's like, just get me out of here, please. He's like, yeah, that's fine. Starts driving the wrong way. She's like, where are you going? Town's that way, isn't it? She's, he's like, yeah, I've got to pick up my brother. He's not meant to be out here this late. That's when she realises it's the fucking kid's brother. So <laughs> when he gets out of the car to go and get his brother, she quickly jumps in the van and drives off. Well, that's the brother of the one that she stabs in her neck. Is it? Mm. Ooh, even worse. So she steals the van, drives back, disintor- disorientated. She crashes into another car, which just so happens to be don't, the house. Don't, don't forget, she also uh, yeah. runs into the girl who was filming it all in yeah. the first place. <laughs> so she's, oh, yeah. She, she, she's, she's, a, she's fucked up a few people, you know. A lot of people have died in her. Her home. name's Paige, because I've written in my note, take that, Paige. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> she did kind of deserve it. That's, oh, I'll say we deserve, she deserves it. It makes us sound really fucking horrible. She had a satisfying for the viewer. We didn't set an Indian kid on fire. It just wasn't very nice, really, was it? Not very cash money, then. Anyway, so mm. she ends up going in, well, stumbling out of the van into the garden of this what looks like a house party. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, what the fuck's going on?" Uh, it turns out to be all the parents of all the kids that are in the woods trying to kill her. Um, so she's so she, unlucky. <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Oh, can you call an ambulance?" And the the girl looking after her is like to her husband, like, "Go get the ambulance." And he's like, well, what's going on? She's like, I want to call the police. And he's like, nah, you don't need the police involved. And then the kids come back. She quickly hides in a bathroom, locks it, tries to get a razor. Uh, they break the door down. She tries to cut the guy who then grabs her and basically pulls her back into the bathroom with one of the other guys to kill her. And that's all you see. Magneto's dead, by the way, at this stage. She's probably out there. <laughs> yeah. He got yeah. cut the shit up. He got put in river water and he got yeah. dragged around the place. The man was and then set on fire. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she did say yes grim to the ring for him. That right? was fucking grim. He, he, he went, mm. And all he had to do was fucking leave it. Yep. Yeah, basically. Oh, this was fully his fault. Yeah. They could have if gone out of this. he just fucking so left it and went home, nobody would be dead. Well, he couldn't have, if he'd have gone home the first day, yeah. But they did have the car, so he did have to confront them at the fire. Because, mm. well... You, you can't walk home from that. Yeah, but if you didn't go back the second day, you wouldn't have... It, no, yeah, I wouldn't have. You, I'd have left the first time. You would have stole the car and it wouldn't have come to this. But I think yeah. there's, there's bits in this movie, you've got lots of hints of kind of what triggers him. Because I think she's talking to him Oh, he seems completely irrational. Mm. She's saying, you know, she's in the car with him and I think she's like... Saying it's along the lines of don't be a don't be a pussy or something like that while they're driving around right at the start. And you've also got on the radio they're playing a news item about bad parenting and mm. parents not being able to kind of control their kids and then the parents saying, Well, ain't my fucking fault. Some little kind of little subtle hints of kind of trigger points on this movie, which I really love kind of hidden in there. Um if she didn't antagonise him in the car jokingly. He wouldn't then think, oh, I have to go and I'll do something. Um, so in a way, it's her fault for kind of 
pushing that kind of image of you got be a man, stand stand, be a man, stand up for yourself kind of thing. Which in turn is also the type of personality of the parents with the kids. It's, you know, nah mate, you've got to be a man, gotta sort out your fucking self. Not that rational way of thinking, it's the like, oh no, no, we keep it keep it in the family. We'll we'll get rid of this. No evidence. Um It's just fucking bleak, mate. It's just fucking bleak. Yep. But I love this film. It's it puts me on edge. And not a lot of films make me kind of at the end sit there and think, shit, man. <laughs> um, just trying to think what other puppets are like in this one. I think the he is the the main kid. He does this role so fucking well, and even right at the end, he's still got the sunglasses on him, and he just so cockily sits there with the phone and just deletes it, and it's like looks in the mirror. Got a kind of slight tinge in his eye of like, what have I done? Then he kind of quickly turns back to, no, nah, I fucking won. It's yeah, but the music ruined that scene because mm. like if they had put some like I don't know some rock and roll music on, it'd have been fine. But it was emotional like weird music, and I was like, is the film trying to make us feel sorry for him, or have they mixed it wrong? I think they've mixed it because she's being killed guiding. downstairs. Yeah. Like I think it's been, I think it's, been her, it's mixed been into that. that I think, but yeah, but like none of the focus was on that anymore. You couldn't even hear mm. her screaming. It was just really weird. I didn't like that bit. It's it's a film about t- about peer pressure, and there's all yeah. It's it's, it's one of those it's a films film about the dangers of peer pressure. There's always one, and they all, that's what people always say. There's always one who is the bad apple in the bunch. The rest of the kids, well, apart from maybe two of the other ones, but the majority of the kids didn't seem like they wanted to be there. And it's like, okay, I think we've had enough now. Can we go home? It's like, no, 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 no. We're going to keep keep fucking stabbing him. And I think with the young lad, when he goes up behind her and kind of says, excuse me, miss, I think he was going to try and like apologise to her for everything that's happened. And maybe yeah. he... Ironically, would have probably been her way out, and if he then went back to the house where the parents were, hadn't done anything, hadn't killed anybody, she would have survived that. But she fucked up by stabbing him in the neck, and that just constant shit cycle just going on and on. Very similar to Donkey Punch, in a way. You got the quiet, sweet, innocent-looking person who then. Kills more people than were actually killed in the first place, and it kind of steamrolls itself. And it, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> but uh, not much else really to say apart from fuck, <laughs> basically. <laughs> but you, Marcus, you really so much. To Paris, like our friend. What about your uh, your thoughts on this, Marcus? We, we we've been talking for a while about stuff. I haven't really had your thoughts. Uh, sorry, uh, I I like this film as well. Don't get me wrong; I probably wouldn't watch it again purely because I don't like feeling that shit about things. <laughs> but it, it's it is a good film. It, it the characters all play their roles quite well. It's how I'd imagine typical teenagers in that sort of mindset to act, where they act like <laughs> as in people who do that sort of thing. They you act sound like, like a My Chemical Romance song. So all they do is <laughs> stab and kill people. Stab, yeah, stab, while kill, singing kill. about how I don't know, there's some black parade or some shit. 
No, that's no nah, teenagers. Is that? Oh fuck it, I don't know. No, wait, who's that? Oh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, it's all it's the emo side. Anyway, these kids like felt felt they were so right to begin with. They were like, "Yeah, we're cool. Look at us. We're doing adult things." And then as soon as they had to deal with the shit for real, and they realised that they were in shit, they wanted to back out, and they they quickly realised that they'd gone way too far. Of course, Brett was he was too far into it. He got power hungry. He just like how his dad was just did not care at this stage and he had them all wrapped around his finger because he had the phone just like you said mark that's exactly why he did it i i think he was he was playing that correctly right from the beginning it's just it was a shame obviously that they didn't leave after the first day because that would have avoided the whole thing but still this film like you say shit cycle the whole way through just when you think things are going to get better there's a, an entire new reason, and it makes sense as well. Like, it's not just they throw random things in. It's like the stabbing thing. Uh, sorry, stabbing the glass shard on the kid's neck. You think, yeah, shit, she's about to get out of it. But she has every reason to be completely fearful of all these teenagers. Of course she's going to turn around and attack him. And she even, re- like, doesn't realise she's killed him. So she starts crying, like, fuck, what have I done? Because she's still a teacher for kids. It's, yeah, just every single shit thing that happens makes sense and it just <laughs> constantly spirals out of control. And the ending scene, as much as I feel like it was a bit of a quick ending of putting her in a bathroom, which I assume was to kill her, the amount like the amount of relief I felt when she first discovered how, oh my gosh, she's going to survive. And then you see the absolute just disappointment and shock when, or the despair when you realise it's all their parents and you're like, Fuck, there is no way out of this. And the ironic thing is, the parents are more than willing to help her as well. It, they were to begin with. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they seem like, again, it's that community thing. It's a, let, let, oh, no, she, oh, poor love needs help. Let's, uh, let's help her. Oh, wait, she's killed our kids, so let's, uh, let's fuck her up, basically. Uh, well, at least it's not like 1BR. Is that the one where they had the community? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite a similar thing to that. Mm. Well, I don't see any hands getting nailed to the walls, but then again, barbed wire wrapped around you and set on fire alive. So <laughs> yeah, well, it's pretty yeah. grim. They did, didn't didn't uh, you know do that, but they took her into the bathroom and fucking killed her. So yeah, kind of the same. Shoot. <laughs> okay, uh, Marcus, keep it up in it. I'll keep it. It is a really good film. It, there isn't a scene where you sit there and you just you, well, for me, you don't just get bored. Everything mm. is important. You have to really pay attention to it. It's mm. good. Okay. Uh, no, keep it up in it. It's going to be bins for me. Um, there's a few things. Um, the main point, I think, and this goes for the other film as well, mm. is I don't like any of the characters. I couldn't mm. give a shit if any of them died, to be honest. Um, good, bad, or any of them. I just wasn't invested at all. I was like, okay, they've taken her in the bathroom. She's gone. Bye bye. Um, yeah, pretty yeah. much. I was like, yeah, that means the end. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just too bleak, too dark, and uh, yeah, didn't enjoy it. It's not. They're not like sit down and watch films, you know. No. Like it's just constant. Too far on edgeness. <laughs> not too far. Just it's not. It needs something else in there. Even when you make mm. a film like this, it needs something to make you like the main characters mm. at least. And it didn't even do that. Like, he's completely irrational, and she's like just quiet and just bland. Mm. Um, I mean, she says about 
I don't know, about eight things in the entire film. And, um, yeah, just, I wasn't invested. Didn't like any of them. Although, I will say one thing. Mm. So, Donkey Punch was sponsored by um, the National Lottery, mm-hmm. which I thought was a bit weird. So, I've just written down on my notepad, would be funny if um, Eden Lake was sponsored by Camping England. <laughs> Which I was a little bit upset that it wasn't. <laughs> fair news, fair news. It's a good advert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wouldn't go camping by a lake anymore. But yeah, no. <laughs> I'm going to keep it. It it brings out that uncomfortable feeling in me, which I like in a horror film. And I won't, probably won't, I will never watch it again. I, I kind of regret picking it this time around because while watching it, you kind of remember the bits that made you feel uncomfortable the first time. And it's like a lot of films. Like, I probably won't sit and watch Martyrs a second time, but I think Martyrs is an amazing film. Um, it's dip into an extreme genre to see how you guys would handle it. And I get the whole point of it being bleak. And I suppose that's where I kind of differ from your guys' taste, where I quite enjoy the bleaker stuff. And it actually... I don't get scared about a lot of stuff in horror anymore, but kind of this is what I call human horror, which is the acts that people do, which you could actually picture, you can picture people doing this type of shit. That's what makes it scary. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I ain't ever going to go fucking gambling again. <laughs> I'm never going to go out to a bunch of kids and say fuck off because I could be tied to a post and fucking set on fire. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know? What a nice outlook to have on life. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny uh, you mentioned all this though, because I've mm. I've not, of course, had anything extreme like that. But when I've been camping before, I won't say where mm. it was on, on just a family park, and uh, you do just get massive groups of kids. I was there sitting with my friends, all just sitting on the field talking, and this mm. group of about fifteen plus kids all just surrounded us, and that was it. All they wanted to do was just pick a fight and bully. You should have killed their dog. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have a dog with them, sadly, but yeah. uh, someone already got there. God damn it. Do you find, like, because you've had that experience, that's kind of maybe, if you didn't have that experience in life, you'd maybe think the same as now, or? I don't know, to be honest. Like, for me, that, that this was a few years ago, so it's a completely different mindset. Mm. Now, if I had that same experience, I'm in a much more kind of mindset where I can just ignore what they're saying, be like, look, I just don't want to talk to you and just walk away. Mm. But back then, I got angry very quickly at things. So it's difficult. You don't know how you're going to react until you experience it. And for yeah. me, nothing bad happened. I just got pissed off, yeah. <laughs> which is never fun when you're on holiday. But yeah, there is literally nothing you can do. Mm. And as long as you have that mindset and you don't react to anything, there's nothing really that they can do because they, they know that to get away. <laughs> yeah, well, they, I mean, I wouldn't have been surprised if they did have knives on them. But still, I don't know if they did point is if mm. you don't react then they know that they can't do anything to you they need you to react first for them to then go off of it yeah. so if you don't do anything chances are you're going to be fine but sadly well, things I'm like glad Eden the do- uh, Marcus experience of this week happened during this film rather than Donkey Punch so. <laughs> oh that's what I was on about wasn't it <laughs> so one time Marcus had a Donkey Punch that girl <clears throat> they never found her again yeah they never realised she was a mannequin god <laughs> I'm going to take out the kin at the end of that word. <laughs> I realised it was a man. <laughs> there you go. Edit it in. 
Okay. That's fair news, fair news. I mean, overall, I mean, thoughts on this week's choices? Because it's better than last year's first episode. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> no, it's a lot it's better than last year. It's definitely a lot better, but... <laughs> This I feel these films needed like a sorbet course in between yeah. them. I watched like a few episodes of The Office or put Muppets Christmas Carol on again, just to you know, just to get the like lights back in. <laughs> yeah. No, I get that. That that I do get. I think I maybe shouldn't have picked two quite bleak movies in one go. <laughs> yeah, it's not a horror film. I know guys. this is weird because mm. this is quite a bleak film as well. But mm. I, I miss I miss films like Stillborn. Yeah. I miss some paranormal horror stuff. We haven't done that in a long time, and I miss it. Okay. Do you know what I'd like to watch again? But as if I hadn't seen it. Mm. Grave Encounters. Um, Two. Oh yes. <laughs> Didn't yeah. even think of that, but yes. Yeah. I'd love to watch Conjuring One again, as if I'd never seen it. Mm. That's the dream. Don't worry, Conjuring Three's coming that? out this year. Oh, but it'd be stupid. It's got werewolves in it. Yeah, well, it, in, it, in fairness, it was a case they did. In fairness, it's stupid. Yeah, I know. I wonder how that was in real life. Do you ever not like? Do you ever hear about these cases that um, the Warrens did, and you just think, what was the experience like for them in person? Because of course they can say things like there was werewolves or there was ghosts, but you're only hearing stories. It's just going by their word to actually experience it. Would you like? You don't know. Would you react the same way? Would you believe it? Like, it must have been crazy. <laughs> Either way. So, 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 yeah. so, what was it? Uh, werewolves. Leaky pipes, mate. What? Werewolves. <laughs> what? Just sat there in his chair, yeah. looking werewolves. around. <laughs> werewolves. You mean a really big dog? No, werewolves. <laughs> really hairy man? No, that's just Muttley. Yeah. He's in the corner. <laughs> werewolves. Werewolves. <laughs> This is why in the summer we need to go round and have a look at all these haunted places. Uh, Maybe we can make a podcast. No, out of <laughs> we're going to bring spirits home. You know that, right? Oh, you, me, and uh, yeah, we used to do that. We never saw anything. It was boring as shit. But you know, we tried. One of my what's friends actually uh, did, Saint did ghost hunting. Is that huh? place in Saint Osef that's haunted? <laughs> you sure it's not kids? We... It is Saint Osef's. <laughs> Didn't go no, to no, no, no. It's near Clacton. Yeah. yeah. There's a place in St. Osef which is supposed to be quite um, pop, popular, famous for being quite haunted. Yeah, there's loads of places in Essex or that. If you lot wanted to, one of my friends did used to do a little bit of ghost hunting, just purely as a hobby thing. Mm. Uh, they do things like set up the cameras, take pictures of like the orbs and all that you can get. We yeah. could potentially make a day trip out of it and just have... Yeah, that's it. In the summer, we're doing this. I'm driving. Yeah. Done. <laughs> there we go. Why not? Make a little... Hell, make a little blog out of it or something. God, so yeah, good. we'll report our findings. Yeah, God, we're, so, we're, we're so going to die, aren't we? <laughs> well, we've got to go somewhere. <laughs> or some way. Well, I mean, yeah. Don't worry. Rather we'll that than death from felching. <laughs> Sorry, thatching. Oh, that reminds me. There's another film that I think you lot would love the title of. Well, it's not yeah. an actual film, but if it was a film... Charizarding. What? Say that again? Charizarding. Oh. I don't get it. Oh, go on. What? Explain it. Right. <laughs> when you light a girl's pubes on fire, put it out oh, of your God. Tears, then flap your arms and say, You don't have enough badges to train me. <laughs> Pokemon gone sexual. <laughs> oh, and on that note. <laughs> right, so, next episode, 
we're going to be getting two different types of movies, brand new titles this time around. They are, well, one of them is now out at the moment in December, came out in December. One's coming out around the time when the recording begins, so hopefully you can catch up on that film and then watch the, you know, catch up with the rest of the podcast once you've watched it. So we'll be going to do Woody's Wonderland, which is starring Nicolas Cage, and Talgate, which I'm assuming from looking at the poster cover is people getting chased by a car. <laughs> Pretty sure that was a Stephen King novel. Well, it's dual, isn't it? It's that um, Spielberg movie from back in the day. I believe, ah. yeah. About a big truck. There's just many films oh, yeah. about about people getting chased down by people in cars. Brum. Brum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Noddy as well. Yeah. Oh, that was creepy. But definitely. But definitely. Uh... Like waiting for Noddy, bitch. Beep beep. <laughs> <laughs> He licked his lip like he was eating a donut again. Then. <laughs> <laughs> right, one of these days, now I'm going to record a little ASMR of me licking my lips and send oh, it to you. I, I oh, would don't. die. No. <laughs> I would actually die. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, take us out. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Uh, as always, a uh, huge thank you to our sponsor for this episode. I don't know why they sponsor us. Um, abominable Book Club. <laughs> it's probably for the meme. <laughs> <laughs> Abominable Book Club. Um, they're a great book subscription service with two different tiers. You've got the full uh, full guts box, which is all the books, treats, and everything as well inside there. Um, I had the last box for January, and I got a very cool little key ring from The Shining. There you go. Um, it also had some sweets and some really cool books in there as well. So, uh, no, definitely going to do that. You also got a reduced box as well just has the books in it so if you do don't want to pay out too much on that one you can get just the books but you also get 10% they, um, off they have really good sweets and chocolates in these boxes I'm very impressed with those they're updating their, their drink selection as well last time I looked on oh, their right. Instagram so um, yeah it looks quite cool it looks quite cool what did I get this time around on the book though what did I get my book this time I've got Richard Lehman book he's a, he's a legend in the uh, stuff <sighs> If only we could have read. If only you could read. I didn't even say that correctly. <laughs> if only I could read. If only I could be reading and stuff. You can get 10% off as well on your first box with the code Bloody Good Reads, uh, celebrating the release of Bloody Good Reads, our book-based podcast we have here on the Snake Bite Horrorcast Network. Um, you can also catch me over on Twitter at Snake Bite Horror. Not on Instagram, because apparently we've been taken off of Instagram now, because Instagram Oh, oh no, did you put that, that picture that was meant for only fans on there again? <laughs> I don't know why. They've taken us off again. I don't know what's happened this time. They said it's been suspended and no one can see it. Huh. Yeah, I don't know what I've done this time. But it's owned by Facebook and Facebook are cunts. Anyway, um, you can knows? catch me over on Twitter at Snake Horror. Um, you can also catch me over on Instagram at Bloody Good Reads if you want to see some more what's coming up on there. Um, any updates, reviews, interviews, um, any features we do regarding the podcast as well, you can catch over at snakebitehorror.co.uk. And if you have any questions for us or any recommendations for films you'd like to see, uh, you can always email us at snakebitehorrorcast at gmail.com. Um, and as always, I have been your host, Mike Goddard, and I have been joined by Nar Whitlock. Adios, amigos. And Marcus Wallace. Toodles. Completely turned into a rat. What the fuck was that, Mark? (laughs) Sneezed. Sorry.
Are you sure? What the fuck? It's the sort of thing you go to mute your mic for and you forgot to mute it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise it was a man.